Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is Lorraine Ball. This is Jared Jewett. And, and we're going to talk about something today, but I don't really know what we're going to talk about, but by the time we're done, I'll know. Okay. I am definitely not into jumping into this without a plan. No way. <laughs> well, and actually, the, the reason that I have that feeling and I threw that out there is we seem to be having a lot of conversations with business owners lately who have jumped into business without a plan. Yeah, and it's it's really surprising me the, the number of people they're seeing coming through the door who are ready to go. They think they've got it all figured out, and they really don't at all. And I'll give you two examples because these are um, both conversations that we've had lately. One was with a retail store. The space was available, so she opened on Black Friday. Because the mall convinced her that was a great idea. But if you don't go into it with a plan, how can you even guarantee that you're going to bring people into your shop? And I think the in her mind, she was thinking, well, people will be in the mall and they'll just walk by. But that's not how people shop anymore. Yeah, there's no way that can be enough, you know, in, in the modern age of the internet. You know, if people are able to access information about you on their phones, right, and you're not there ready to serve them, uh, you, you've probably got some issues. Well, that and also, I don't think people browse malls the way they used to. There are lots more open-air malls. So people, it's kind of more of a destination thing. They gotta know that you're there. And here she is, halfway through the holiday season. Well, and by the time this show airs, it will be the end of the holiday season, without a really good plan for how she was gonna tell people she was in business. And what about after that? What about after the holiday season? If your entire plan was to get the majority of your business on one or two days, what the heck are you doing with your business for the rest of the year without a plan? So it's a really good question. And the other question, so so in her case, it was really, she knew what her business was about, but she didn't really know how she was going to market it. She just assumed if she put the business out there, business would come. And then the other conversation we're having is with a startup company that has lots of different potential revenue-generating opportunities, and they keep switching back and forth between them and can't figure out what they're really going to focus on. Yeah, and I think the problem is that they're in a profitable industry, but kind of a volatile industry. So they're making all these changes on the fly, thinking they've got it all figured out, and, and what, a, what a rough way to run a business without really sticking to a plan that you're comfortable with. In that instance, what the business owner needs to do is sit down and really run the numbers for each of the different business opportunities and really look at what's the revenue potential and what is it going to cost us to support this channel or this channel or this channel and then really pick and choose which ones you can get up to speed on first which ones we can do right away and which ones do we need to grow into. And the thing is, I I think they do actually have a lot of their services figured out, but they don't really know if that's what they want to even be known for off the bat. What if they want to switch to another type of uh, product line that they know uh, that they can use, but they don't have any sort of transition plan for it? If the market, again, like I said, is very, very volatile, what if the market then favors that type of product or service? They don't have a plan for effectively switching where they're going to be in six months. And so in both of these cases, I really think that you need to start with a business plan. 
you need to start with an outline of products and services and an analysis of who your competitors are and how you're going to stand out. That's absolutely the place to start. I know for uh, for the company that's kind of switching its services around, they have a very good idea of what the industry expects of their services and the different types that they can provide either on-site or at their location, uh, but they don't necessarily understand how everyone else is doing it and making it profitable now and what they're up against. And, and that is very apparent. And so an important part of your business plan is looking at your competition. And for some businesses, just figuring out who they're really competing against. I get a lot of, a lot of times I think companies that are uh, a groundbreaking product or service think, well, we don't have any competition. Every business has competition. It may not be a product or service that looks anything like you, but it is competition if it's an alternative way to solve the same problem. One of the other issues uh, that I see them walking into is trying to build some sort of marketing without the business plan first, right? And you really kind of hamstring your process if you're halfway through kind of bull rushing into marketing. And then again, you decide because the market is very volatile to completely switch what you're talking about. So not only are you, are you, Essentially, you are necessarily pushing that process back. Uh, you still have no idea what what services you really want to provide. The illusion of the web is that you can change it very quickly. And we're going to talk a little bit about home pages in an upcoming issue. But when you look at the round peg home page, and if you jump back about seven years, you sort of see this jumbled mess of information that's all sort of thrown up there on the home page, hoping somebody will pick something and. That was more about me not knowing what my business was about than bad web design. As a business owner, particularly when you're starting, there are all of these attractive pieces, and you've got to kind of step back and go, okay, where do I want to start? What's going to be profitable? What do I have to offer? And what are the services that may come later? And why? I think what we're saying is once you have that figured out, commit to it unless it absolutely must change uh, because it really is going to affect your process when you make that change and changes do happen like sometimes they are necessary absolutely but if you're flying blind you know and and you're really not sticking to the path uh, that you've set for yourself and really done your homework uh, again you're hamstringing the whole process I think the issue is it's less about commitment and more about the second thing you said, doing the research on the front end so that you have an idea of why you're choosing one versus the other. I think that there is a moment where you look at your business model and realize that you've been running full bore in the wrong direction. At that moment, you have to stop running that way and and make the transition. But if you haven't done your homework... Every time there's a new idea, it's kind of like squirrels in the woods. Ooh, shiny squirrel, I'll go there. Ooh, shiny squirrel, I'll go there. And so now your marketing becomes this jumbled mess as you try to talk to everyone, hoping somebody will like something that you have to say. And that's where doing your homework and having that focus gets you started creating good marketing. Jumping back to that retail store, I think... I think she knew what her business was about, but I think that she underestimated how much marketing it was going to take to drive people. And I think that's where you really need to, if you're getting into any business, really look at how many customers do you need and realistically, how many are you going to have out of the gate? 
So what do you do? How do you build that contingency plan? Because I know in that example, it really was, well, I need to hit this one date, right? With really no foresight uh, beyond that or looking forward or any sort of, again, contingency planning. So I mean, what, what's the best advice for someone who wants to plan out six months, 12 months of revenue? Well, I, I think the first thing is um, if you're not ready, don't jump. It, this was a situation where, yes, the store was available and the space was available for a Black Friday opening, but the business wasn't ready. And so she really has set herself up for a very difficult uphill climb. In that instance, it would be painful, but I probably would have missed the Christmas window, done the homework, built the marketing, built a community that was ready to shop, wait six more months, and then open. Open around Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or some other big kind of event rather than rushing and then having an empty store where nobody comes. In businesses like that, one of the first parts of your marketing is building a community, letting people know you're going to be in business. Right. So if you get people excited about you know what the heck it is you're offering, then after that, whatever, the holiday rush or whenever you first launch, they're interested in coming back because they know you're going to have more deals. They know you're going to offer a whole different suite you know, of, of retail uh, products. I mean, the, the Christmas season is very tempting because for most retailers, you might do 40 or 50% of your year in that time frame. And so if you miss the Christmas holiday, you really have to think about, do we even open again until, you know, do we, do we hold and not open until September of the next year? And recognizing that that can, can set your business back six to nine months is a hard decision. But if you don't have marketing in place, in the big scheme of things, if you're building a business that's going to be around for 20 or 30 years, what's six months? Yeah, and really to convince yourself that that's the case, you know, why not look at what other people are doing in your market? I guarantee you the people that are successful do have those marketing plans, do have those communities that they reach out to and that they really encourage to come back over and over again. And why the heck would you start without having that when you know it works? Market like that, there are two levels of competitors. There are the national chains. You're not going to compete with a Target or a Macy's or even a Chico's because they've got this national machine. So look at what other small retailers are doing and look at how are they communicating, what are they doing, and really taking the time to build that plan. So, you know, I guess um, today's program is really about, you know, starting, we talked a lot about businesses starting, but a lot of times you have a business that is an ongoing concern, but you've got an idea for a new product or service. These same questions have to get answered as you launch those new products. Who's going to buy it? How much are you going to sell? What's it going to take to get that product off the ground? And if you're not comfortable with those numbers, you really do have to convince yourself to not jump in and start spending money on things like, like branding or even some of the marketing unless you are really comfortable uh, that launching this product is going to be the right thing for you. We, um, we love working with startups. And every now and then somebody walks into my office and I just know they've got a great idea, they've got a great product, they've got a great service, they've really thought it through. And those are the projects that are really fun for us. And the ones that aren't are the ones where 
People haven't thought it through. Maybe it's a product that's going to be manufactured in China and they're going to import it. And they start spending money before they have their production contracts. And so suddenly we've got a logo and we have a website and we have no product to sell. And, and, and it is tough when you figure that out, you know, on a good conscience to continue in that sort of business. But sometimes, you know, uh, we don't know up front. So you can also do you know, your vendors a favor and let them know that you are ready, that you have a plan, that you're comfortable with moving forward. And so, got a new product, got a new service, launching a new business. All these things require a business plan. We've got a really nice little outline you can download for free. Take the time to do it. Work through it. Answer those tough questions. And even if you think you know where your business is and where it's going, you might find a few things that you can improve too. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.
this 